Francisco live. We talk jazz, utes, cougars, and Aggies, even on the weekend. weekend. You're locked on to the Saturday show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to the Saturday show live here on the Zone Sports Network. Two o'clock hour kicking off now. I'm Jay Catch, joined by my good friend Adrian Leiser. Adrian, big news in Jazzland this week, obviously. Huge. And news. It, it just kept coming, it felt like. Yeah. It just wave after wave. Because of course we had, knew the season was on its way. That yes. kicked off Wednesday. But then we had an announcement early in the week that the Jazz were having a press conference to announce a new sponsorship deal. That came out that Qualtrics has extended their sponsorship with the jersey patch, mm-hmm. with the Five for the Fight uh, Foundation. $24 million raised in that already, foundation. That's already. That's amazing. Yeah, so they've done a great job with that. That'll continue on, I believe, through 2023 now, which is a great deal in its own right. But then Wednesday, they have another press conference, and lo and behold, Adam Silver is in attendance. He is in town. The governor, Gary Herbert, came down. Jackie Biskupski, Salt Jackie Lake City Mayor. Mayor, yeah. Of course, Gail Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Starks and uh, Jim Olson as well. Jim Olson. They yep. had uh, all all the the power that be were the power there. Brokers, the yeah. power brokers. It's always big news when the commissioner's in town as well. Correct. Uh, he was there for that for the uh, opening night game. He stopped. He uh, stayed in the arena for part of the game, so that was also really cool. But the big news was the All Star Game will be returning to Salt Lake City. And um, we want to let you hear from part of the press conference that they held earlier this week in case you missed it. Yeah, it'll be in 2023 is when this yep, is coming. Yep, 2023, it'll mm-hmm. be returning. Um, last year, uh, there were a couple of po- were They kind of dressed it up, the area, to show what it would look like. And everyone mm-hmm. thought, oh, they're going for the All-Star game. And uh, they, they earned it with the renovations of the arena. They didn't have to tear it down, build a billion-dollar facility. Um, because they've taken such good care of Viv and Smart Home Arena for all these years. And, and they knew eventually they would have to put in some money to keep the place renovated, and boy, did they. Yeah, um, they did. And they did a great job. Over $100 million into it, but that's compared to, you know, putting a tax on the citizens of mm-hmm. Salt Lake City and Utah to build a billion-dollar facility. No, they made it. They updated the one they already had and made it just brand new, and it looks amazing in there, and everyone knows all the upgrades they've made. So uh, I, I thought that was a, such a fantastic move by the organization was to do it in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And was- so because of that, that was part of the reasoning that mm-hmm. Adam Silver and the league decided that Salt Lake City and Vivint Smart Home Arena, as well as other locations in the state, yeah. should host All-Star Weekend. Yeah, and it's, it, 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 it's kind of a well-known secret that if you – either get a new stadium or, yeah, you renovate your building, you're going to get an All-Star game. Yep. 30 years to – so 1993 was the first time the Jazz hosted the All-Star game. 30 years later, they'll get their second one. I think it's an exciting development all the way around. It definitely is. And uh, so we want to let you hear from that press conference. So here it is from earlier in this week. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Vivint Smart Home Arena here in Salt Lake City for a special NBA announcement. My name is Thurl Bailey, a proud alumnus and broadcaster with the Jazz. And I'd like to greet all the fans joining us today on NBA TV and live streaming on the NBA and Utah Jazz websites, apps, and social media platforms. You know, Salt Lake City has a palpable heartbeat this time of the year at the start of a new Utah Jazz basketball season. There's excitement, anticipation, high hopes, and promise 
And just when you thought you couldn't be more joyful, we're going to add to what you can look forward to. Vivint Smart Home Arena, which recently underwent a $125 million renovation project, is our community gathering place with more than 120 events annually and as the home of the Utah Jazz. This is a special building in Salt Lake City. We've given out Olympic gold medals to Sarah Hughes and Apollo Anton Ono here. We posted two classic NBA finals between the Utah Jazz and the Chicago Bulls. We've had concerts with the Rolling Stones, U2, and Taylor Swift. In just a few minutes, we will officially hear of another signature marquee event that's coming to Vivint Smart Home Arena and other venues around Salt Lake City. First, allow me to introduce our special guest on the stage, CEO of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies and past Utah president. Please welcome Steve Starks. <laughs> Serving since 2015 as Salt Lake City's 35th mayor, welcome Mayor Jackie Biskupski. Taking office in 2009 and currently the nation's longest-serving governor, please welcome Governor Gary R. Herbert. <laughs> Commissioner of the National Basketball Association, Adam Silver. <laughs> Owner and chairman of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies, please welcome Gail Miller. Next, to make the official announcement, we welcome to the podium Adam Silver. Thank you, Thurl. It's an honor to be here. And as Thurl just mentioned, it's my honor to announce the 2023 All-Star Game will take place here in Salt Lake City. Let me just add, as, as the governor and I were just discussing, um, big-time events and sports are part of the DNA of this state and part of this city. Um, and as Thurl mentioned, so many important NBA events, finals have taken place over the years here. In fact, my very first All-Star game as an NBA employee was in 1993, and so it'll be the 30th anniversary of the NBA All-Star game taking place in Salt Lake City when we come back here in 2023. Let me also just thank the mayor, the governor, Steve, um, Gail. It's a tremendous partnership we have between the city and the state, the Utah Jazz Organization, and the league. And of course, let me thank my colleagues from the league as well. Um, All-Star, as you all know, it started off years ago, even when we were here in 1993, we used to call it All-Star Weekend, I think. And then it was events on Saturday and Sunday. Now it's very much All-Star Week. And as part of that week, and I know part of the commitment from the Miller family to the community is to leave a lasting legacy from our events over the time here we're an all-star. So thank you for that as well. A tremendous amount of work has gone in already for preparing for this announcement today, and a tremendous amount of additional work will go on between now and when the actual game takes place in 2023. So I look forward to being here with all of you and hosting another tremendous event. Thank you again for being here.
As the commissioner just mentioned, the return of the NBA All-Star Game to Salt Lake City will be the 30th anniversary of the Jazz hosting in 1993 in this building. It was the last All-Star Game for Isaiah Thomas, the first for Shaquille O'Neal. Harold Miner won the slam dunk contest, and Mark Price captured the three-point shooting contest. The Western Conference defeated the East 135 to 132 in overtime, as my teammates, Carl Malone and John Stockton, were both awarded MVP honors. You could not have written a better script. Our next speaker was not only an eyewitness to that All-Star weekend, but has had a front row seat to 40 seasons of basketball in Utah. The owner of the LHM Group of Companies and Utah Jazz, Gail Miller. Thank you, Cyril, and thank you, Commissioner Silver. It's wonderful how a few simple words can make us so happy in Utah. It's been an honor for me and my family to serve as stewards of the Utah Jazz for the past 34 years. From the day we bought the team, we considered it a community asset. Our plan has always been to keep the Utah Jazz in Utah, so I've, made, I've taken steps to ensure that that will happen by putting it into trust. But going to the All-Star Game, the 1993 All-Star Game was very exciting for me, for my family, for our fans, and for the whole community. It was an electric and thrilling experience and one that I will always remember. This arena was just two years old. The West won the game. John Stockton and Carl Malone were named co-MVPs, which was fitting. And today, we are honored to welcome the NBA and the All-Star Game back to Salt Lake City. Thank you to our public and private partners who have committed their support to securing this opportunity. It really does take a village. Thank you to the NBA for your confidence in our ability to make the 2023 All-Star Game the best game in experience in the history. Our newly remodeled Vivint Hearts Smart Home Arena is designed to enhance the fan experience from top to bottom. At Larry H. Miller, we are committed to excellence. We're proud to accept this opportunity and to prepare an elevated experience for all who participate in it, whether electronically or live. Our mission is to enrich lives. This experience will emerge as the All-Star Game comes to fruition, and it will be one to remember. We live by the principle, go about doing good until there's too much good in the world, and we will use this philosophy as we prepare and execute the 2023 All-Star Game. I'm confident that we will make the local, the national, and the global basketball community proud. Thank you to everyone involved and go Jazz. If you didn't already know this, the altitude of Salt Lake City is 4,226 feet above sea level. A slogan for the state has been, life elevated. During his time in office, there's been a rise in economic development, educational excellence, and quality of life. 
Please welcome the governor of Utah, Gary Herbert. Well, thank you, Thurl. We know we're in a basketball arena. The microphones are extra tall. You can't put your feet down on the floor unless you're as tall as Thurl or Adam. Um, but it's a red letter day, and in behalf of that honor, I noticed that Thurl's got a red tie on, I've got a red tie, Adam's got a red tie on, and it looks like we all shopped at the same tie store, because they are very identical. So again, a red letter day for all of us here in Utah, and we're just happy to have this announcement to be made today. Uh, I'm very proud of Utah, uh, probably a little bit of bias as the governor, but Utah has got great people that live here and call it home. Uh, we have a great place to live and to raise families and a great place to do business. We've been named uh, by Forbes magazine six out of the last nine years as the best place, in fact, in America to do business. So we're known around the country and literally around the world as a great place to, in fact, to, to have business to be accomplished. But what we're also known as is a great place to have outdoor recreation and kind of sports events. In fact, our slogan is Utah, the state of sport. And it's not just a slogan, it really is a lifestyle, it's a culture. We talked about that, uh, Commissioner Silver and I, beforehand. It is part of our DNA. Uh, and people love sports here in the state of Utah, love to participate, love, love to view and watch others uh, with their excellence and their talents. Outdoor recreation is a part of what we do. We're good at not only uh, that, but we're good at hosting. And I'll just mention some of the things we've done as the state of sport here in Utah. We've hosted this is all recent, uh, the Supercross World Finals, the FIS World Ski Championship, the Du Tour Action Sports, the Red Bull Rampage, the Ironman World Championships, Major League Soccer, All-Star Game, of course, the granddaddy of them all, the 2002 Winter Olympics, and we've just been named by the USOC, in fact, to host the Winter Olympics again the next time America has that opportunity, which is probably 2030 or 2034. So hosting sporting events, and again, as mentioned, 26 years ago, we hosted the NBA All-Star Game. So it's, it's great for us to have this opportunity once again to host the world, as it were, here in the great state of Utah. And I echo what uh, Gail has said. You know, we are committed. I see we've got our Speaker of the House, our Senate President here of our legislature, other in the business community. We're committed to make sure that this is the best All-Star Game ever uh, hosted by the NBA any place. We're looking forward to having people come and see what Utah has to offer. And we are grateful to, and we should give a thanks to the Miller family and the Miller organization uh, for what they've done to help put Utah at the forefront in sports with the jazz, what they've done here to make it a part of our, our lifestyle here. And certainly, uh, Commissioner Silver, we want to thank you and the NBA for once again choosing Utah as a place to have the NBA All-Star Game. So we're looking forward to that. We do say go Jazz, but we welcome everybody to come here and participate in this great state. Congratulations to one and all. We thank you very much. Thank you, Governor. Some of this will sound a little repetitive because we didn't really compare notes beforehand, but. Um, the NBA All-Star Game is making repeat appearances from 1993 to 2023. Well, we hope to double down again. Our city hosted the Olympic and Paralympic Winter Games in 2002 and has been designated, as the governor said, 
as a U.S. candidate city for a potential run for the Olympics and Paralympics in 2030. Please welcome Salt Lake City Mayor Jackie Biskupski. Thank you, Thurl. It is a real honor to be here with you, Mrs. Miller. Very proud. So hello, everyone who is watching at home on NBA TV. I'm Salt Lake City Mayor Jackie Biskupski. And on behalf of the residents of Utah's capital city, I must say, welcome back to Salt Lake City. Here in Salt Lake City, we are known as a place who loves to put on an event. We showed that we can do the most of anyone when it comes to our 2002 Winter Olympic and Paralympic Games. And those Olympics set the bar quite high for a future games. And we are in large part very excited because the spirit of the Olympics has never left the residents of Salt Lake City or Utah. And as Thurl mentioned, we are ready, willing and able, as we say, to do it again and be America's choice for a future Winter Games. While we love to ski and skate, at our heart, Salt Lake City is a basketball town. So go Jazz for sure. So you can expect that we will pull out all the stops for the NBA in 2023 and the All-Star Game will be the best ever. With over 6,000 hotel rooms and 200 plus restaurants and bars, including some of the best microbreweries in the country, the secret of course being our clean mountain water, there is always something here for everyone in Salt Lake City. In between, on the court action, the visitors can also feel a vibrant arts culture scene, high-end shopping, free transit to get around downtown, and undoubtedly a city ready to party with the best in town. Let me assure you, in Salt Lake City, an event like this won't be met with a shrug. It's going to be a slam dunk. Thank you, Mr. Silver the NBA, and of course, to all the fans, especially my wife and my two sons, Jack and Archie. We look forward to seeing you in 2023. Thank you, Mayor. Future NBA All-Star Games will be played in Chicago in 2020. Indianapolis 2021 and Cleveland in 2022. Utah Jazz have a proud all-star tradition with 12 players participating in 43 games. Frank Layden served as the head coach in 1984. Carl Malone was the game MVP in 1989 before sharing the honor with John Stockton in 1993. The Jazz have had their share of rising stars rookie challengers, slam dunk contest winners, and skill challenge players. Our next speaker is the past president of the Utah Jazz, now CEO of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. Please welcome Steve Starks. Thanks, Thurl. Thank you for being here today. An event of this magnitude doesn't happen 
without the help of a lot of people, and we're very grateful for all of those people who have participated and worked hard for the last two years on this project. I also want to recognize some, some people that are in attendance today. First of all, we want to recognize Greg Miller, who's the governor for the Utah Jazz and member of the Larry H. Miller Board of Directors. Thankful that Greg is here with us today. We also have with us Steve Miller, who's the vice chair of the Larry H. Miller Board of Directors. Brian Miller, his wife, Heather Dawn, I'm grateful for other members of the Miller family that are with us as well, Karen, Adam, and Zane. And we have two members of our board of directors, Steve Albrick and Denny Haslam. Thank you for your attendance and support through this process. We have several elected officials who have been tremendous partners as we've worked on this together. We have the Lieutenant Governor, Spencer Cox, who not only is one of the biggest jazz fans uh, that you'll ever meet, but also has been a huge help throughout this process. We have the Utah Speaker of the House, uh, Brad R Wilson. We have the Senate President, Stuart Adams. We have Salt Lake County Mayor Jenny Wilson. Thank you for your support and attendance. And our friends from the Utah Sports Commission, the State Office of Tourism, Visit Salt Lake, and the Downtown Alliance have all been tremendous partners as, as we prepared and made our, our bid. We have with us members of our front office, including the President of Utah Jazz and Larry H. Miller Sports Entertainment, Jim Olson, Dennis Lindsay, Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, Justin Zanuck, our General Manager, and David Morway, our, our Assistant General Manager. Uh, I also want to just pause and thank uh, two people who have really made this event happen from within the Utah Jazz and our organization. That's Don Sterling and Carrie Holt Larson, who have done incredible work. Please give them a round of applause for the, their leadership. Uh, we're honored to have all of you here today as our special guests in this powerhouse lineup that we've seen today. Uh, we are excited to bring the All-Star Game back to Salt Lake City and to Utah. As you've seen, we have civic and community and business partners that are engaged, committed to making this a very spe special and memorable experience. We're really proud to be in the renovated Vivint Smart Home Arena. Gail and I were just talking that when we started this project three or four years ago, this was exactly the type of event that we hoped would come back because of this beautiful arena, uh, one of the most innovative and tech-friendly and guest-friendly arenas in the NBA and in the world. With the close proximity of the Salt Palace Convention Center, the Huntsman Center as facilities, NBA fans from all over the world are going to enjoy a dynamic downtown atmosphere when they're here for the All-Star Weekend. We know that this will be the ultimate experience for basketball fans, global viewers, visitors, and certainly our local community. It is a symbolic of Utah's heritage of hard work and innovation, and we couldn't be more excited. Thank you for your support. There you go, some voices from the Jazz and the NBA and uh, local politics here in Salt Lake City as they announced the 2023 All-Star Game will be here in Salt Lake City. Exciting stuff, Jake. Absolutely. The All-Star Game is something I've always wanted to go to just to experience. Yeah. The fact that it's coming to my home state, my hometown, makes it all that easier. Yep. And you heard how excited easier. everyone is, and uh, it, it's just a cool thing. I mean, the Olympics were a big deal when mm -hmm. they were here for very good reason. I hope they come back. Um, and that, as uh, Governor Herbert said, either 2030 or 2034, Let's I think this is it. a perfect place for the Winter Olympics. Yeah. We already have everything, and uh, it's they're still used. Yeah, we're still hosting all the <laughs> world championships yep. as it so, is. Uh, I hope those come back, and it's very cool that the All-Star Game will be here in 2023. should be super fun. Yeah. Now, will there be a Jazz All-Star on that 2023 That's a team? That's absolutely a debate, of course. Um, if Donovan keeps playing like this, he will be. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, Rudy Gobert, I'm sure, will have a shout at that point in his career still, yeah. I think, as well. But 
that's the thing. You're kind of looking down the road here a little bit. I would get venture to say that just the Jazz playing on their home court, at least one will be an all-star. Yeah, I would would guess as well. So pretty exciting stuff. Should be really fun. Uh, Later on the show, we're going to let you hear from Joe Ingles as he was on the Joe Ingles show. And he had a great point about Donovan Mitchell and all-star status going forward. Yes, and he spoke with DJ PK on Thursday. Of course, it was before last night's game, but either way, uh, it's a very interesting conversation, and Joe does such a great job when he comes on that show and still does it. Hasn't missed a show uh, more than once, maybe. Missed one show, and st- we're going into our sixth year with him, and yeah, just that, one show in that entire time. That's amazing. Time. It's so cool that he uh, has makes the time and uh, puts some time aside for DJ and PK every week on Thursdays mostly, but sometimes with game days and things like that, it gets moved around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll let you hear from that later. Also, five minutes of soccer with Jay Catch as he will kind of break down uh, the season that was for RSL as their season came to an end and uh, kind of the legacy of some players that will be leaving the organization as well. Correct. And uh, that's so there's a lot more coming up here on the show. We're here at Larry H. Miller Chevy in Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50, yep, 5500 South State Street. Really easy to find. Um, we've got listeners coming in to get their pair of jazz tickets just for test driving a car and they are for the jazz clippers game on wednesday october 30th so you just come in you test drive a car we'll send you out of here with a pair of jazz tickets yeah right pretty ahead. easy we had a couple of people just pick them up after they went on test drives it's a real easy way to get out to a jazz game that's, yep. the, that's the truth of the matter also when you're here you can find zero percent financing available for 72 months for select vehicles there's also some crazy discounts six thousand dollars off for any new 2019 Traverse, Equinox, or Colorado that's in stock, you also pick up any half-ton turbo or 19 Silverado heavy-duty that's in stock and save $12,000 off that sticker. Off that sticker. So uh, come in and see us. They've got a lot of deals here for you at Larry H. Miller Chevrolet here in Murray. Come see us, grab a T-shirt while you head out there on the lot, and uh, get yourself into a new Chevy. Absolutely. Let's no better it. way to do it. Yeah. And uh, also, they've got their service department. Jake's got his car here getting worked on. Mm-hmm. We've got their lounge. You can get a drink. You can hang out, watch some TV. And, okay, one thing, actually, that brings up a good point. I got a text from a buddy of mine who's listening to the show. Is your car really being worked on? Yeah. yeah it's it, in the shop right it now. It is right I've talked now. to the service guy, like, just barely yep. two minutes ago. So. And so uh, <laughs> Jake had to get some work done, and he did it while he was here. Yeah. That's a smart way to do it, Jake. You always had a head on your shoulders. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate yep. that. Uh, coming up next, we'll get more into the NBA. What have we learned through the first couple of games? Who's good? Who's not? Who's surprising us? Mm-hmm. This uh, league is fun, and it's back. We'll talk about NBA basketball coming up next here on the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to Saturday show here on the Zone Sports Network, 97.5-1280 The Zone. I'm Adrian Leiser with Jake Hatch. You can follow us on Twitter at APLeiser. That's A-P-L-E-I-S-E-R. Or you can follow Jack, uh, Jake at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter. Correct. Don't forget, if you're a BYU fan, get uh, get on to Locked On Cougars, Jake's daily podcast on the Locked On Sports Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get your daily BYU fix. Also covering soccer for the station and covering pretty much everything else. Yeah, we have fun. Yeah. I love what I do. Yep. It we, uh, beats working for a living. Let's it put it does. That way. And uh, I host the Movie Zone, so podcast that. Make sure you podcast the Saturday show. Mm-hmm. Subscribe and please download. Um, Jake, the NBA season is underway. Correct. It is. And uh, a lot of intri- a lot of intrigue in this season mm-hmm. um, with players moving around. Of course, uh, the big acquisitions. We saw one of them last night with the uh, with – Anthony Davis and LeBron James and the Lakers, but there's been guys all over the league. Kyrie Irving off to a huge start yeah. in Brooklyn. 
some things that have stood out to me about the league already, maybe number one overall, is the Clippers might be really, 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 really good. Yeah, now, we thought they would be, yeah. but they might be better than expected. Well, they're doing this without Paul George right now yep. as well. Paul George is out. He's dealing with some shoulder, uh, rec- some shoulder issues that have kind of been bugging him since his time in Oklahoma City. And, yeah, you're right. What they're doing right now, they're maybe ahead of schedule of what we all expected uh, to see from the Clippers. The good news is, though, that means that um, – <laughs> How do I explain this? It means that the NBA, the duos, the we saw kind of re, saw it remake itself into to top tier duos. Mm-hmm. I think it shows that okay, the, the days of seeing these these teams really load up on stars are kind of going away. I think teams realize okay, if we get two transcendence players, we actually can make a run, and we actually have some money for other players. And I think that actually, in a way, benefits the Utah Jazz because they feel like they have two homegrown budding stars, a duo in Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell that I think can compete with the rest of them. I hope you're right about the consolidation of stars thing. If it's more spread out like this, that sounds nice. Yes. I don't I, – I don't know. We'll see. Okay. You know, I, I'm scared of it. Like, what if Giannis ends up going to the Lakers next year anyway? Okay, well, that and would be – And then they've got – Yeah. Then you've got LeBron, AD, and Giannis over there. If you there. put LeBron, AD, and Giannis on the same court, nobody's scoring on that team. No. They can't – there's a length You can't alone. reach the rim. No, yeah. but uh, for right now, though, this year, that's what makes it exciting yes. is the fact that um, – There's duos everywhere. There's duos everywhere. Yeah, yep. and that's, that's the nice part. It's going back and forth. I, I but think, some young stars out there yes. making th- – Trey Young, incredible. Yeah, um, Atlanta's not going to be a player this year in terms of like a, a. They might be a playoff team though. They might be a playoff team. But I'm not saying like they're going to be a, a championship contender, but a guy like Trey Young, absolutely phenomenal talent. Teams in Atlanta should be very excited for what is going to. It should be excited for what's coming for the for the Hawks in the future. I think you're right. Kyrie Irving off to a flying start. He had 50 points on opening night despite that loss to Minnesota. But then he goes out and wins the game last night and win over the Knicks, their crosstown rival. Yep. He's off to a great start. The Bucks they beat the New York yes. Rockets the other yep. night. Um, Giannis, they shut down James Harden. James Harden had a tough night in that you game. You know what's interesting about that game too, huh? Jake, is you know, uh, Harden only took 13 shots. Correct. Yeah, and in that game, and Russell Westbrook took more than him, took 17 uh, shots. But Harden only went two of 13, but ended up with 19 points because he kept going to the free throw line. But we've already not seen really what ar- we, yeah, we already saw them arguing too. Yeah, not really what we are used to out of James Harden. Yes. Um, you mentioned Kyrie, Luka Doncic, and Porzingis look like they could be pretty legit. Yeah, last uh, night down there in Dallas, they yeah. together. That is a speaking of duos in the league. Mm-hmm. That is a potent one-two punch. Yes. Uh, is it Jalen Brunson had a nice night late, Correct. at least in that game? And DeLon Wright. The former DeLon Duke. Wright's playing well. Yeah. Um, they got Tim Hardaway Jr. down there. So Correct. the Mavericks sneaky good. Uh, the Spurs have won a couple games. The You know, there's just it's deep out there in the well, yeah, NBA, and I'm excited to watch this season. You can't even discount what the Denver Nuggets are doing. Yeah. Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets, they went into Portland on day one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jokic kind of started real slow, but yeah. at the end, he just kind of put that team on his back last night. The Suns. Phoenix they gave beat everything the Suns. they could handle. Yeah. And like, that's without DeAndre Ayton? Yes. By the way, okay, we need to talk about that. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton, first player, if I'm not mistaken, in 10 years to get dinged under the NBA's anti-drug policy. 25 games. That's not good. For testing positive for a diuretic. A lot of people wonder what a diuretic is. Normally a diuretic, if, you're, if you are using PEDs, it helps mask the yes. PEDs. Yes. 
And that's so the, most uh, organizations, regardless of sport, if you test positive for a diuretic, it counts as if you tested positive for PEDs or anything yeah. else. It's not a good situation for a young player like Aiton, especially if, when you're speaking of the Phoenix Suns, a, pro, a, a franchise who's hoping to build with him early this season. Yeah, Ricky Rubio is playing well down there Yeah, so far, but yeah. I don't expect much out of the Suns. But no, but without Aiton, that hurts. Yeah, you're going to miss him. If, if, it, if it's upheld that it's the full 25 games, that's over a quarter of the season that he is going to miss here. And you want, you're hoping, if you're a Phoenix Suns fan, to see him along with guys like Ricky Rubio as well as Devin Booker kind of grow together yeah. this season. Having him sit out, if it does hold that it's the 25 games, I know that the NBA Players Association, National Basketball Players Association, is going to um, try and get it reduced or rescinded. But regardless, it's not a good look for a young player like Aiton. Yeah, oh, totally. And the West is just fascinating to me. Memphis loses last night to the Bulls as Kobe White goes off, but, um, <laughs> you know, you've got the Warriors. What do they look like mm-hmm. without Clay Thompson now well, likely well, to be out for the entire season? Yeah, they get blown out by the first Clippers. First game by the Clippers, that did not look good. And you heard Steve Kerr after the game say it's that. It's going to be like this. Like, like, that's uh, not what you If you're a Warriors you fan, you're sitting there like, huh? <laughs> and they don't have a very good bench. Like, I thought they might be able to be carried by star power. Maybe Steph Curry has this amazing season. Yeah. But they might not have a good bench. Yeah, their their bench has always kind of been their weak spot. Yeah, in general, but yeah. they've had enough stars to kind of correct. Not right worry now, about they it. don't have the stars to overcome it. Right now, and that'll be interesting to see how the Warriors how they go about things. Yep, uh, looks like a uh, pick six there for the mm-hmm. Golden Gophers as they are going up twenty eight to nothing. Nice. Your future Rose Bowl representation out of the Big Ten, <laughs> the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Now, Heads that- up, Utah fans, you'll be taking on. Now that would Minnesota. be funny. Um, one thing, Adrian, just looking back to the NBA. Yeah, anyway. yeah, back to the NBA. Looking early on this season, I'm excited to see where these teams kind of slot themselves as the season progresses. But I'm, I'm with you. I think the Clippers, at least through two games, have said, "Yeah, guess what? We're the best. Look at us right here." The Lakers flexed their muscle last night against the Utah Jazz. I think they've shown they're pretty good. But you said just a minute ago, you feel like the West is just very intriguing all across the board. Yeah, and I'm I'm really wondering about like rest management this year well that's and that's what i wanted to bring yeah. up is how many of these teams are going to be content with either pushing for a top seed the, yeah. versus mm-hmm. we can sit back rest our guys maybe get a fifth or a sixth seed and guess what we're okay with that yep and Kawhi leonard proved last year that you rest a guy enough get him in mm-hmm. you know 20 he missed 22 games he sat for six Something he only like played that, 60 yeah. games mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it was rest management or rest and load management so do the Clippers decide to do that with them? Do they kind of do some nights where they swap their stars out, where well, they let Paul George sit and let Kawhi play, or they sit Kawhi and let Paul George play? They're still good enough with just one of those guys out there. And, you know, do they sacrifice the one seed just to make sure they're rested and healthy to go in the postseason? I could see the Clippers doing that. I could see them being content with that. So absolutely. you look at the Clippers, maybe they come in as a three seed, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, but that's not an actual three season. And do you know what debate will come as a result of that happening if it w- does play out that way? Did you play your players too much during the season? No. That's one thing to, yeah. to be debated. It'll be the question of, well, we should just we should shorten the regular season, play only like 60-some-odd yep. games. Yep. Guess what? I'm a fan of that idea. So I'm, ju- I'm just telling you that's going to come as a result of what you're saying taking place. Right. If the best teams win because they've rested their players, they're not trying to win all these games. Yeah. And then, of course, the argument is, 
Is that, is that good for the – it's bad for the fans, you Is know? it good for the health of the league overall with fans missing out on seeing star yeah. players in their own I think, families? you know, Tony and Austin talked about it a couple of weeks ago about, mm-hmm. like, um, ticket insurance. Yeah. If you purchase a ticket and if you say – because how many times a year do we see somebody bring a poster and say, I bought this ticket in March of last season or whenever it came out to see a certain player. They show up, they drive 300 miles, mm-hmm. and that player is out that night. A lot of times guys it's, like LeBron yeah, James. A ticket yeah. insurance thing would be nice. And, yeah, so, yeah, yeah that's a good point. Austin just brought up it. But I think the one thing that you're going to have to look at is how fans respond to this. If that's yes. going to be the kind of the new age of how the NBA is going to go about it, if it does start eating into the pocketbook of the NBA's coffers, which are – endless we all know that they're printing money essentially but if it does start eating into it Mm -hmm. that's when ultimately the debate finally gets some traction does that make sense it has to affect the bottom line then the nba will react we'll see if it holds like that yeah plus but if you if you add ticket insurance you can just pocket the nba would pocket say it's 15 dollars for a lebron james ticket that is a good point and then he doesn't play you get whatever amount of money back on your ticket Mm -hmm. if he does play then the nba just pockets that 15 dollars. that's not a bad idea either so everyone can make money on this thing. yeah absolutely and, and it's better for the fan I which could they claim is what's important to them well and i think that we've we're already seeing stuff like that and of course uh, fanatics the online retailers one of the official retailers for the nba they already have that jersey insurance deal yeah. where if you if you buy a, a star's jersey they switch teams within a certain time frame you can return the original jersey and get the new jersey for the player and that's I think what you're saying right there with that ticket insurance, similar type of deal. Both parties benefit from it, and money continues yep. to flow. Definitely. So NBA is super interesting. We'll talk about it more later in the show, as well as get into this Utah and Cal game. Coming up on the other side, it's time for five minutes of soccer with Jake as we will break down uh, what's going on in the world of Major League Soccer. And we'll also give you a college football update. Uh, spoiler alert, Minnesota might be good. Anyway, they might not be. Who knows? They take on Iowa, Penn State, and Wisconsin later. Okay. Well, but hey. LSU and Auburn underway right now. Uh, LSU considered maybe by some the best team Ooh. in the country. Joe Burrows takes a low hit. He's limping a little bit. A lot of uh, and another big time school went down earlier. We'll talk about that as Correct. well. Lots to come here on the Saturday show live from LHM Chevy in Murray, fifty five hundred State Street. Come see us. We've got stuff. We'll tell you more about what deals they have as well. That's all coming up here on the Saturday show. <laughs> The weekend is here, and we're breaking down the teams that you're passionate about. Oh, really? This is the Saturday Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back Saturday Show here on The Zone Sports Network. Jake Hatch. I'm Adrian Leiser. We're here at uh, Larry H. Miller Chevrolet in Murray. Come by and see us, 5500 South State Street. Uh, it's time for five minutes of soccer with Jake Hatch. Mm-hmm. And before we get underway, Jake, to talk some RSL, speaking yep. of soccer, let's give some congratulations. Roland Hall is your 2A girls soccer champion. You know who they beat for that championship? They beat the RSL Academy. Oh. So congratulations to them on congratulations. that 2A championship. That was at um, – Rio Tinto Stadium. Yep. So, uh, also in uh, soccer, let's see, uh, Ogden, they won the 4A title, Skyline with the 5A title, mm-hmm. and American Fork with the 6A title. Yeah, congratulations to all those teams. Big I'm not sure who result. won 3A. That's going on right now. I believe it's currently, yeah. Yep. And it? that is uh, it's Judge, Judge versus 
Who's that, MT? Is that Mount? Is that Manti? I don't know. It might be Manti, the Templars. It might be. All right. Anyways, yeah. So, so yeah, congratulations to all the high school girls who got a chance to win a state title. Good for them. Yeah, no, it's, it's a big deal. Of course, they play those championships at Rio Tinto Stadium, give those young athletes the opportunity to play on a professional yep. uh, soccer field. It's a fantastic venue to do that. I'm glad that Real Salt Lake allows them to do that. But Real Salt Lake season came to a close earlier this week. Adrian in the Western Conference semifinals. They lose on the road at the Seattle Sounders 2-0. Pretty thorough uh, beating that uh, Seattle laid on RSL, so the season is over, RSL. All things considered, with all the different things spinning on the outside, the firing of their head coach, the GM getting axed a little while later. Interesting season, for sure. Uh, of course, a high-profile lawsuit now yeah. with the firing of Mike Pecky. Been a very, very adventurous up-and-down season for RSL, but all things considered, I think it was a big-time um, a big time showing from that team to battle through everything that was going on on the outside and make the run that they did to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And congratulations to them on a hard-fought season. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens this offseason. Could really make some key changes in the franchise. Of course, uh, Jason Christ, the former head coach, has been rumored to be coming back for an interview as both either the GM or the head coach or possibly both titles. Mm -hmm. That would make for some interesting storylines with a guy coming back to where he enjoyed his most success as a head coach, obviously. But a uh, season I think that won't be soon forgotten by RSL fans because of all the different things yeah. that happened inside still of able it. to make a run. Still able to make the run. Yeah. Credit to the players who battled through that. But I think this offseason is holding a whole set of changes, and we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. And, of course, they'll say goodbye to longtime goalkeeper Nick Correct. Raimondo. That's one of those changes. And um, a obviously a legend, sports legend in uh, in Salt Lake City. Correct. And in Utah especially. Well, in MLS And, and in, in MLS. And yeah. MLS, yep. And uh, he's had such a storied career, of course, known for the, the penalty kicks and how good he is at stopping those. Mm -hmm. And he's just been so successful. Uh, got himself a MLS Cup as well. Correct. So his legacy will be well, pretty. He has, he has two MLS Cups. Two MLS Cups. One but, with RSL. Right. But his legacy with RSL will be never forgotten, and I'm sure he'll be a part of the organization for a long time. Yeah, he'll be an advocate for Real Salt Lake. Did incredible things in an RSL uniform. And I think just the epitome of who Nick Romano is as a player, did you know that he's been playing most of the season with a torn rotator cuff? Mm. He's gonna have to have surgery on that, obviously. Wow. But he. I hope he through. sits down for like five minutes. He he said that he was, said so <laughs> after like go I, home and just sit. Yeah, he said Wednesday night after the match. He said that my plan is to go home. We'll get home about two a.m. and wake up, take my kids to school. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna sit in my chair and figure out what to do next. Yep. And I don't blame him one bit. But That's a hard part about get, finishing up a uh, professional career, especially in athletics, is you got to figure out what to do next. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll have plenty of options. Yeah, he's 20 years, just a truly phenomenal career. And uh, essentially, I think RS, all RSL fans, I echo what everybody else is saying, is thank you to Nick Raimondo. He did some incredible things in uh -huh. RSL uniform. Like you said, I think he'll remain with the franchise in some capacity. And he'll be a, he'll be a, one of those uh, one of those guys who I think that – down the road, we'll look back at his career and how influential it ultimately ended up being for this franchise. If that makes and sense. it's for a young franchise as it was. Yes. When he, oh yeah. When he arrived, it was he was so instrumental in what uh, him and Beckerman and all those guys and, and Jason Christ, of course. And we'll see how long Beckerman has left yeah. in him. He's thirty, turning thirty-eight, so he's nearing the end of his career too. The off season this year for Real Salt Lake could 
signal a complete change in like almost a new era of the mm. team once yeah, again. Totally. So uh, congrats to Nick Romano on his career. And uh, RSL, they, of course, fall in the Western Conference semis. Like Jake said, a lot of changes coming, so make sure you mm -hmm. follow Jake with all that news, especially his podcasts up at the Zone Sports Network website. And right. uh, coming up on the other side, we'll let you hear from Joe Ingles, yes. who is with DJ and PK this week. Uh, but, Jake, we are out and about, and we're having a great we time. Are. We are. At, we're at Larry H. Miller Chevrolet, 5500 South State Street in Murray. Come on by. Bright blue building. Huge showroom, by the way, Adrian. Have you realized how big this showroom is? It is massive. There are cars all over here. Of course, they got a full parts department, full service department. My car, my daily driver is actually being worked on as we speak. And right now, at Larry H. Miller Chevy here in Murray, they've got great discounts. Get $6,000 off any new 2019 Traverse, Equinox, or Colorado in stock. That's not only it. Pick up any half-ton turbo or 19 Silverado heavy duty in stock, and you get $12,000 off the sticker price. Think That's about amazing. That. A great deal all around. And, of course, if you buy a new Chevy today, two season passes the Solitude Mountain Resort with the purchase of any new Chevrolet, as well as two Lower Bowl Utah Jazz tickets with any new vehicle purchase while supplies last. Tons going on, so come down. And Absolutely. Check come say hi. We've got some jazz gear you guys can pick up while you're here as well. Love to see you guys. Joe Ingles next right here on the Zone Sports Network.